everyone. It's time to eat, drink, and be merry with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Wine Time with Peggy show. Uh, you know what? This is the spe- it's a special time of year. It is the holiday mm-hmm. season, and uh, we've been having so much fun with Peggy this year. Uh, every first Wednesday, she joins the show, Peggy Fiendaka. She is the co-owner of LDV Winery in Arizona, and uh, the vineyard is in the Chiricahua foothills. And if you go to southern Arizona, southeast Arizona, and you go out there in winter, and if you see it when it snows, it is one of the most mm. magical places to be. Uh, these geological rock formations and snow in the desert, um, there's nothing awesome. like it. Uh, but this is where they grow their grapes and, and make their wine. And then they have a tasting room up in Scottsdale, Arizona. And hey, I mean, that is an art city known around the world. So a little shopping, a little wine tasting. I mean, and hey, just go to the winery and get some wine. That's like the best present you can give someone. So the Ooh. website is ldvwinery.com. So welcome back, Peggy. How are you? I'm terrific. I'm getting in the holidays mood. And cool. I'm looking forward to the season. Yay. Do you like Christmas music? Do you like to play oh. Christmas music? Oh, I love it. I love everything about the holidays and, and decorating and uh, mm-hmm. used to used to be on uh, the Christmas home tour in the past. And so we, we do Christmas up pretty big. Cool. Oh, that's cool. I, that's like cool. That. I, know, I know you love to cook and entertain. We Our last segment with you is uh, for Thanksgiving. We were talking about wine pairings, which also kind of go with Christmas, right? And holiday mm-hmm. preparing. But today we're going to talk a lot about, well, we've got to have a vineyard update because I was just talking about the snow. What happens in December for the vineyard? You know, December is kind of a quiet month. We might get some snow towards the end of December, um, early January, and it. But we're in full dormancy with the the vines. They have mm-hmm. gone to gone to sleep. We've done all of our nutrients prior to December, mm-hmm. and we're into just deep watering to 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 keep them um, going. Hopefully, we don't get below zero. I mean, that is problematic more for the irrigation system and and um freezing mm. and that type of thing but uh no there's very little to do in in the winter time until you know january february march time frame um but yeah we're, we're working in the winery now oh the there, that you get to party basically so now yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. i don't call it a party it's a lot of work <laughs> do you ever take a day off i just have to ask because you do so yeah. much work at the with the winery the tasting room yeah. i no, mean it's a seven day a week all all the time work you know and uh, yeah. but we do have fun i i mean it's not when I host people at the winery or if I host people at the tasting room, you know, nothing gives me more joy than to turn people on to new wines or to the Arizona wine industry. I mean, that's, that's why we do this. And that's, it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. Well, that's like us. I mean, I don't think it ever ends. And you know, you do what you love. You don't, yeah. yeah, You do what you love. I mean, I don't under, I don't, I don't remember like going, okay, I'm taking a day off and not doing something. I don't remember, unless, don't you know, really being happens. sick, but I still work when I'm sick, you know, if right. I can. Right. I, just, I mean, there's always something to do, right? Right. Always something to do. But and that's why we have, do it. 
but that's why we have wine too, because it reminds us to take a little breather. You do get to enjoy your own wine. This is important. of course, of course, okay. of course. So what is your favorite <laughs> wine for the holiday season? You know, um, I like, uh, I like Pinot Noir. I think mm -hmm. it's a, a wonderful fruit forward wine, but then again, I like big reds. So mm -hmm. give me a, um, a big Zinfandel, um, mm. from, Northern California. I love that. Or, you know, of course our petite Syrah can't be. I love your petite Syrah. Oh, it's like, correct. That's, that, that needs to be at the top of the list. Like seriously, yeah. I, I'll <laughs> never forget that moment of having a sip of the petite Syrah. I just mm. was like, people, we had, we, we tasted it with our friends in Asheville, mm -hmm. uh, Jerry and Rosie, and they were making dinner and everything. And, and everyone's talking. And I'm just like, everybody stop. It's just this is this is amazing this I mean I couldn't believe it just came out of literally our backyard when we used to live there so I was I was right. amazing and I keep telling people southeast Arizona I mean from Wilcox Shirakawa your area all the way down to Elgin Sonoida mm -hmm. I think it's and even you know if you go up north a little bit from you mm -hmm. the wine is exceptional and people are shocked yeah. but I'm serious it's exceptional it's, I mean, it's a fast growing industry in Arizona. We have over 125 licenses um, uh, wow. producing. Yeah. And wow. I mean, when we started, we were number Ooh. 17. So we're, we're up to a hundred and over 125. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's a fast growing industry, low water use crop. It's a family, uh, you know, family farming. It's just a wonderful way to get tourism to rural areas and it helps the local economy, creates jobs. So we're thrilled to be a part of a growing industry in Arizona. I think it helps even the park. That's like I keep cool. talking about Chiricala National Monument and oh, sure. the Cochise Stronghold area. But like if you're going to go to Wilcox or that area, you could spend a few days doing the wine tasting Fort Bowie. You've got Fort Bowie, uh, very um probably one of the quieter parks we have in the country honestly mm -hmm. but um the history there uh, is intense i mean mm. i mean it's just you can stand where geronimo was captured and you know sadly mm -hmm. and um you know just it and that was the site of the apache wars and it's like right. but then you turn around and there's wine it's like right. what <laughs> you know mm -hmm. so it's but and it's also one of the top birding destinations Terrific. in yes. the world uh, hummingbirds especially so like I know December is just you know you want to go bird watching that's a good time so birds okay. December uh, January February so uh, just thinking about winter in your area right. is and then everybody puts little cups and little little Santa hats on the saguaro <laughs> cactus do you do that right exactly you bet and up in the valley of course not down at the vineyard we don't have swirls but um mm. but yeah and you know the other thing we have are the night skies are absolutely oh, yeah. incredible mm. for uh, looking at stars and planets and that type of thing so yeah it's a it's an undiscovered place um southeastern arizona is and uh, we invite people to come year round because there's something to do all the time in mm. addition to drinking wine. Oh, well, we love the wine part. Oh, well, yes. And sometimes listen. you can do it at the same time. It's something yes, else. You, yes, right. you can. Yes, you, you can. can. <laughs> so I know I want to get through our, um, and we're going to talk, we're going to talk wine gifting. We love this part. Yes. Mold wine. Mm. We're going to talk about wine glasses. Uh, you've got all this, but on our education side, we've learned about the vineyard now. Correct. What about, okay, the wine term of the month is racking. So is this, 
literally like we've been to vineyards where you put it on the racks and then you turn it or is it or is that another no, that's, that's that's actually really champagne. that's riddling oh, that's that riddling. You for champagne where you you turn the bottle every mm -hmm. day a little bit that's called riddling no okay. racking is the way to clarify or, or um, separate the clear juice from sediment or any of the solids that might oh. be in the wine. So racking is a technique that we use um, particularly to clarify our wine so that we don't have to use animal products to clarify mm. or any additives to clarify oh. our wine. So racking is done for both red and white wines. And how you do it is when the wines are in the barrels, um, aging, or, or the wine could be in a tank, you remove the wine from that barrel. And typically from the barrel, we move it into a tank, a holding tank. And then we clean that barrel, sanitize that barrel of any, and we, we're removing any of the sediment or solids that might have fallen to the bottom of the barrel. We return the wine, once it's sanitized, we return the wine to that barrel, and then we top it off with additional wine because we don't want you know, any oxygen um, to get in. So we do that probably six times a year. And that is our oh. way of naturally kind of clarifying that wine. And, uh, you know, you during that process, you'll lose um, some wine to as aspiration, I guess is what it's called, you know, and, um, but hmm. we're willing, and, and it's also called the angel share. Um, but <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to give a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got to give might. a little, give a little back bit back. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we don't mind losing that little bit because I think it's a real natural, wonderful way to clarify the wine. A lot of other wineries will wait until they're getting ready to bottle or they don't do it as often as we do. Mm -hmm. um, but that's our way of clarifying the wine. So that's and so, that's what keeps you vegan. Correct. That's so one I of the ways. Yep. So the wines that have tiger bone in it, I've I've seen wines with tiger bone. Well, we've heard about and, it. We've not that's right. that's a that's an older that's thing that was weird. done. That's in a different country, but uh, sometimes there's the tiger bone thing was a lot. It was like crushed up as an additive. I don't think it was That's used hard. for racking. Is that a filter thing? What is no, it? It's probably the way they're clarifying the wine. You know, huh. so what a lot of people, a lot of other wineries will do is you put in additives that then attract those oh. sediment and so on. And then you scoop it out basically. We don't oh. do that because we don't want to put any plastics or fish bladders or uh, See, but that, milk products. Mm -hmm. See, that just happened to me the other day. Um, there's some wines that I'm allergic to. Correct. Yeah. And, Correct. I, and I can sit there and all of a sudden I just start coughing. And yeah. it's like some, uh, some people gave us a bottle of wine to try. And as soon as I started tasting it, I just started coughing like you wouldn't believe. And we're both allergic to fish. And the first thing oh. I thought was, you know what? I think this mm -hmm. has got fish, something fishy in there. Yeah. You know? and, and, you know, uh, uh, we don't have to tell you what, how we clarified the wine and what yeah. products or additives that we put in the wine. The only thing that we're required to do by federal laws say that we added sulfites. But uh, other than that, most people are allergic or a lot of people are allergic to um, eggs or dairy products mm -hmm. or like mm -hmm. you fish uh and those are very common ways of clarifying the wine um, wow. but we we don't we rack our wines 
Well, cheers to you. You get 10 points. Well, yeah. wait, 12, 12, because it's the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> right, exactly. And and we'll put up with a little sediment in our bottles in the finished wine because we can't get everything out. And we also don't filter. So you'll find a little sediment left in our big reds. And as they age, there'll be a little bit more sediment left in it. But hey, we'd rather do that and produce the cleanest bottle of wine that we possibly can. I'm yeah. all for that. I, I think yeah. mm -hmm. I, it's normally with the red wine that I have that reaction. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, I didn't have that reaction with yours, you know. Good. And and it's sad because it could be a really good bottle of wine. But if you mm -hmm. have these mm -hmm. reactions and then somebody sent me a it. thing saying that you can use this to make it so people who have allergies won't have allergies, like a filter thing. And I'm like, correct. I know. I've heard of that. I don't know. I don't know. I, that doesn't and sound right. I don't know. I don't know. But no. I I don't know about that. And, and you can't you know, take fish out for me. I don't, right. think, you know, <laughs> the big debate now in the industry is, is uh, labeling our wines like food products, you know, so mm -hmm. that it may become re a requirement that we have to put um, any additives that we use on the bottle. But right now that is not the requirement. Hmm. Just now, I mean, we're going to have to you know, have a list of, I walk 10 steps out the door. I walk three to the right. Four. <laughs> We're just getting so labelized. It's like, I, right. think, I think somebody was smart in the labeling industry and in the packaging and said, let's make right. everybody have to um, label everything. So, uh, you know, just saying it just is nonstop with that in business. Right. And that's, that's why we need wine at the end of the day. But let's go yeah. to the holidays because the holidays are always exciting. And I know you mm -hmm. wanted to touch on you know, we've talked about pairings before, uh, especially with food and the holiday foods, but having the right wine glass. Now, Nancy, I always go around and around on this. I'm like, no, that's a white wine glass. And she'll right. go, well, what's the difference? And then, you know, then. There are, I mean, you can Apparently spend I'm wrong half the time, by the way, right. just so you know. But <laughs> I, you can spend a lot of money on wine glasses and you could buy, I mean, there are wine glasses for every kind of wine, you know, a from a Bordeaux wine to a Burgundy wine, um, Pinot wow. Noir has a wine glass. So depending on how much you want to spend will be, um, you know, <laughs> how much you want to invest in wine glasses. I'm all for getting a good everyday a wine glass and you don't have to spend a, a lot of money. So I have our wine glass, mm -hmm. which um, is a nice, uh, not real expensive, but it, it is a nice drinking wine. And so some things to look for when you're choosing a wine glass, of course, I like a stemmed glass, um, not a, you know, a stemless. Oh, and I think yeah. we've talked about it. When you have a stemless glass, you're holding it like this and you're smudging up your glass, Plus you're warming the wine. Right. Since uh, the three of us always drink a lot of red wine, we don't want to warm up our glass. So choose right. a stemmed glass. And this is a nice, uh, fairly thin stem, but it's sturdy. It's not going to break every time you put it in the dishwasher. And these are dishwasher safe. The other key thing about this glass is, I know maybe you can see the, the rim of it. Mm -hmm. You want a rim that is fairly thin, um, on the glass. So some of those glasses are fairly thick. Um, it, it doesn't allow you to really experience the wine in your mouth as well. And then what's nice about this, you'll see that there's a taper on mm -hmm. this glass. So there's a gentle taper. And of course, when you pour, 
pour your wine, a full glass of wine is actually only to hear. It's hear that, not, Nancy? Do you not, hear that, Nancy? <laughs> what? It is not up to what? here. See, I know. What are you talking even, about? Dr. Jackie Body, she says, we we're only supposed to do five ounces. And Nancy goes, well, that's five ounces. That's five and ounces. And I'm like, no. And, I'm, and I always say it, it changes the, the flavor it profile. It does. So you want, <laughs> this is five ounces on this glass. Uh, and you want it also, that's about where... The glass is turning in because what's important in one is to be able to swirl you know mm -hmm. be able to swirl and not get all over nancy you're swirling and getting it all over lisa nancy's legless want... nancy yeah, gets I legless i don't swirl okay you don't want it you... and she doesn't so... spit either by the way <laughs> i swirl it in the bubble then i pour it, <laughs> it doesn't work but, that way but because it narrows at the top it allows you to put your whole nose in there to be able to do mm -hmm. the the smell of the wine and the aromas right. of the wine. Mm -hmm. um, so this is a nice uh, everyday glass, uh, probably um, eight to ten dollars uh, mm -hmm. retail. So I would go with something like this, and we put our reds in this because of the nice bowl and mm -hmm. um, the aromas will when you swirl they'll they'll kind of go up and you can put your whole nose into it. Um, well, I want some wine right now. You keep talking about red wine. Too. I'm like, this is cruel. <laughs> like, dude, I need yeah. to swirl. I need, yeah. I need a swirly. I'm going to have, the tea is just not cutting it now. Uh -oh. <laughs> so if you pick a good wine glass, one of my other great holiday gifts that you might want it to buy is invest in a wonderful decanter. So yeah. I yeah. have this beautiful decanter with a, um, very contemporary um, looking decanter, but you can get them all different shapes and sizes and uh, uh, price points um, mm. on this. This was a gift to us. And so it's very heavy leaded glass. And what you want, particularly if you drink the big red wines, is you want a decanter because you want like our petite Syrah. So if I'm serving the signature petite Syrah, I will decant it um, an hour before I serve it and what it and I would not have the lid on when I'm doing that so I'd pour it in and you would pour it in slowly so that again watching the sediment actually you would do it you know because I'm right-handed so mm -hmm. I'd be watching the sediment um, in the keeping it in the bottle and not getting it into my decanter and then I would sit this on the table for about an hour and let it breathe uh, mm -hmm. and open up and so for big reds, I would definitely um, use a decanter. So this is a fun gift for that wine lover in your uh, life. Do you, sell, do you sell uh, things like your glasses and, and um, your decanters? Uh, do you do that? We the, sell the... We sell the wine glasses. We don't, uh, I don't have a lot of retail space, unfortunately, at our location. So I don't have a lot of retail. I see products. what's going next. Yeah, but um, yeah, the decanters are wonderful. And they, again, they don't have to be expensive, but they hold a bottle of wine, at least. Um, mm. Some bigger ones will hold two bottles of wine, but um, yeah, decanter. So oh. at the vineyard, I mean, not the vineyard, at the tasting room and online, I know now you can start shipping wine. I'm just, this, I need to get to the real, this is the most important. People can get your wine right now, anywhere yes. Yes. across the country, right? They can order yes. your wine. Yeah, no, there's only we, a few states that I can't. And, and they need to stop those laws. Like, Correct. really, what what is, come on, the world is better with wine. Yes. So can you can you ship internationally or is that a no? no. 
No, uh, see, we need to that that needs to change. This yes. world needs more wine. Correct. So, okay, oh, that has to have the distributor, wholesaler thing, and Correct. all that businessy stuff that we we don't know anything about. Mm. But um, we know you work hard on all of that stuff. But um, so people can order now. Now, what about gift certificates? Like, and we what have, if? Yeah, yeah. You can call up from anywhere in the country and get a gift certificate for someone. We can mail it directly to that person with a nice card or uh, from you, whatever you'd like. And I you think can get that's a-, a really good idea because I know people that don't, they, they try to gift us wine. I don't know how right. they know, but they do for some reason. And um, they're like, well, what type of wine do you like? What is this called? I don't like, they really don't, they don't drink or whatever, but they know. And they, they're always like, well, do you, is it a Merlot that you drink? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. No, hey, listen, I like to say that. I like I to know, say I Merlot. I know you it's do, fun. Merlot. But, but for, for people who don't know wine and maybe, you know, just don't drink for whatever reason, for them to be able to give a gift certificate to a wine lover and a wine enthusiast allows the wine person to explore the way they would explore if they were going to the tasting room or online going, hey, well, I love a petite sera, let me get that. So I think the mm-hmm. gift certificates are cool to do. Absolutely. Um, and so that people would call me directly and, and I can get them any denomination of, of gift certificate. However, we also have a gift guide on our website. So if people want to give something, a gift, and, and we give them some ideas like- Oh, it's cool. Fun- it's fun to do like P.S. I love you. So Petite Sarai, I love you. And, and you know that someone you're giving a gift to loves big red wines. And so they might want to do three of our different styles of Petite Sarai. Does everyone listening? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you want, right? I just, I, I'm just telling everybody, see, big red yeah. wines, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that's a, that's a good, that's a, I love that you're helping people because I think, again, we've talked about, you know, the beginning wine tasting. And if you mm-hmm. don't know it, this is a cool thing to to start to learn, too. You know, what's also fun and one of our gifts are, um, you know, to try a vertical of wines. So like our Petit Syrah, you might do the 2014, the 2015 and the 2016. Oh, and, I see. You know, so that's yeah. considered a vertical. And if you... Um, open all three, if you have a party and you open all three, you're tasting how different the (laughs) vineyard was in um, that particular year and how the wines have changed over the three years. So that's Mm -hmm. We've done that once. Um, Yeah, we we had some wine where we were able to change. uh, It was it was a 10 year difference or something pretty big. Mm -hmm. And and that's special, I think, when you can get to that and but like you've said over the years, like the that your vineyard goes through different things every year. Mm-hmm. So each right. vintage is going to be like, well, this it's is what different. was going on in that year. And I think over the holidays, if you have friends around and you're doing that tasting, it's a way to just discuss what has happened over the years, you know, in, in, in the world as you reflect going into the new year. Ooh, that's right. another gifting occasion, I think. So besides gift certificates, um, maybe you just want to put something in someone's stocking or you want a smaller gift, you know, get a good corkscrew. And this is one of my favorites. Of course, you have the the knife that allows you to get the foil off easier. And this is a dual action. So you put you you put your cork in there and then it, it, it 
uh, it has two different levers to put your cork and then of course that unscrews it but this I is a, a, that. Huh. yeah this is considered huh. a dual action um wine cork i would always oh. i mean a wine opener i would always choose one like this it's a little bit more expensive um and it's a it's a heavier weight which makes it easier to pull the cork out and i would say this is probably 15 um to 25 dollars i can't recall what we paid for this mm. um and I mean, corkscrews also can go up over a hundred dollars for a corkscrew. I don't think you have to spend that kind of money, <clears throat> but this is a really nice but corkscrew. That, that's really good for people that also travel and, you know, that, um, in fact, I used one. You can't one take it on the plane. You cannot oh, okay. take them well, on yeah, the plane. We wrote I have for... had so many of these taken oh, away from me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Peggy's yeah. like, just leave it. It's take the knife off for my charcuterie right. now, but I look right. I I've always used the knives for like if you're having a little bit of cheese or whatever so I'm kind of one of that right. kind of person yeah. but the um yeah. I actually used exactly that specific design corkscrew yesterday on that yep. bottle of wine I was telling you about and I kept looking at this going I don't understand do that I second part now I yeah. know yeah, everybody, yeah. wine time with Peggy. You've got to tune in because you <laughs> find out all these little nuggets of information. You had no idea, but and Nancy told me to do a full glass, and I ah. told her I was going to tell tell on her. <laughs> yep, you did. Now, if you're if you have a friend um, who wants to learn about wine, and and um, we remember earlier we talked about the aromas of wine and all learning about uh, the Lanez Divin or the aromatherapy for wine mm. lovers. You can get these wonderful kits. Here is, um, you can get them on Amazon, one for white wine, one for red wine. And inside these, um, there's, you know, it, it tells you all of the different aromas. It has a nice, um, I guess it's not. Oh, there we go. Enough. I can see it. Yeah. Um, and, and inside there are, this one has 12 or 16 different little vials of different scents of wine. And so huh. what you do is you practice and guessing at what this is. And I can't yeah. figure it out right now, but <laughs> <laughs> but you can get them for red wines and you can get them for white wines. And it's a it's called a, a taster place. This one is, and it's just a wonderful aroma kit for you to improve your skills at oh, um, the aromas of wine. And it's oh. not very expensive and you can get that online. There's bigger kits than this. This is the small, uh, smaller, more affordable kits, you know, or if you have a wine lover, but also loves cheese, um, this kind of a book is wonderful. Oh, the wine and um, cheese box. Yeah, and so it has, I don't know if you can see it or not. Is it not. two books in there? It's two books in there. And one is all about uh, cheeses and the other one is all about wines. Yeah. And I go to this book quite a bit when I'm trying to pair wines with cheeses and you know I want to do something unique or different either with mm. the wine or with the cheese. Um, it's a, just a great reference book and it's fun to look at. I mean, mm. I'm I don't know mm -hmm. about you, but I'm, I have a, uh, a cookbook collection. Just be, I love to read cookbooks oh, wow. and, mm. and learn. So. I love the pictures. And oh. the pictures. Mm. And, and 
I don't follow recipes, but I like to get inspired by recipes. There's, I, I like when, when, yeah, when yeah. they write about the recipe. I like that right. part when they're saying, oh, mm. you know, I discovered this from here and I try to recreate it this way. And this adds that you learn about mm -hmm. how to develop a dish. Correct. You know, we just put up a recipe for, um, it was vegan, uh, uh -huh. deviled eggs. And the, the she uses, um, it was called Taste, Taste of Paris. So Taste Paris is the cookbook. And it's a recipe we've had on the site for years when, mm. when the book came out. And it's a beautiful book. Oh, it's beautiful. It's one of those oh. just exquisite ones. Uh -huh. And so you take your avocado and where you mm. would have, you know, the this hollowed out section where the seed was, You she um, uses hummus. Oh. And it's all like, you know, nice. I think it's, it's you've nice. got to look it up in yellow with, I think, a little yeah. saffron or something. Oh, and then, and I'm going, oh, that's really good. But it seems like really soft to me, right? No, we have to take sunflower seeds for the crunch. And I was like, mm. see, that's where you learn. You need mm -hmm. to have those different layers of texture. Now, mm -hmm. what would you pair with that for one with oh, mine? Mm. I, with hummus and uh, uh, seeds. I, you know, you could do like a Sauvignon Blanc with that, mm -hmm. I bet. Or, you know, it doesn't sound like it has a lot of spices in it or anything mm. like that. So a Chardonnay, Sauvignon Blanc might be a nice pairing Ooh. with that. Yeah, because avocado doesn't go out of style in Arizona, I'm just saying, no, or anywhere uh, in the South. Never. It, it no. never goes out of style for me, and, and it's green, so it's good for the holiday season. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I encourage guacamole because, you know, oh, it's, you, you, a little bit of red in there, too, if you want. You know, yeah. you can add some things in there. Pomegranates. But... Pomegranate Ooh. into guacamole is awesome. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, adds a little spice. Yeah. And oh. there, I have a pomegranate tree in my new yard oh. and my new house. So I'm trying to find all kinds of recipes for pomegranates. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. man. I wish, I wish I, oh, I had a pomegranate book. Uh, oh, okay. Is Kitty, the, oh, it's actually a biblical book. It's not just pomegranates, but the pomegranates on the front cover is oh. by Kitty Morse, K-I-T-T-Y, uh, Kitty Morse. Okay. And she did all these, uh, was from Morocco. She lived in Morocco okay. as a child and did a lot of the judaic recipes too and um it just the pomegranate mm. is you can make right. pomegranate martinis mm -hmm. oh you can do a lot absolutely so i'm having fun with that so another gift I and you're to gonna give... have hummingbirds from them too by oh, the way, yeah. Just saying. oh yeah <laughs> so uh, i love to give books i know everyone is is I like to pick up a book and I like to give a book. And so if you have a wine lover who maybe wants to learn about a new region or she's he or she has said, I just love Arizona and want to learn more about Arizona wine, this is mm. a kind of um, wonderful book. Obviously, this is all about the Arizona wine industry and it's a beautiful mm. coffee table book. And of course, we want to you, see you. Of course, we are in it. Awesome. Yay. There's yeah. Peggy oh. Yeah, there we are at the Yay. vineyard. Just uh, awesome. and it it has multiple pages about each of the wineries in Arizona. But oh, you cool. know, every wine region has something like this, and it doesn't have to be. Uh, I mean, this is a more expensive book because it is quite large. Wow. And, uh, full you color. Know, but it, it's a full color, a lot of beautiful photographs. Uh, Janelle Bonifield, who uh, created the picture behind you, took that mm -hmm. picture and, and produced this book and has just I incredible. Yes, yeah, she's just incredible uh, photographer. And um, 
But a book like that, you can get one on Sonoma County, or you can get the uh, a picture book of all the dogs of the Russian River Valley, for example. Um, it's just, it's a fun way to um, uh, introduce a wine region to someone uh, that really loves wine. Especially Ooh, if someone's nice. moved to the area. I mean, look how many people are moving to Correct. Arizona. You know, I know California is moving in for sure. And it has been for the last 10 years for many reasons. Right. But, um, you know, someone moved to the area. It's a nice way for them to get to know, you know, what, what yeah. what's happening there. That's awesome. I love yeah. I'm with you, too, about a book, especially something like that is something you can pick up and That's look at nasty. every day and find something new. Right. You know? It's not the kind of book you're going to sit down and read cover to cover, I don't think, no. but you're going to pick it up, read a couple um, mm -hmm. uh, about several of the wineries and then put it down for a while and then come back to it. It's, it's Yeah, kind of a plan a trip. Yeah, exactly. Plan a trip, a wine route. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's such incredible photography. And, and if you take your own beautiful photography with even with your iPhone, um, there's great ways to just send it off and get it mounted. And like this is a beautiful picture of our um, vineyard. Let me. Mm -hmm. I see that. Yeah, and it is um, on metal. Oh yeah, oh, that's wow. right. yeah. So you can um, take a picture that you've taken. Uh, send it off online and have it mounted on metal and then give a gift wow. of a piece of a vineyard. Um, so it's kind of something you've made, which I personal. always like. It's very personal. I like to make gifts uh, for people. I don't know if they like to receive them, but I, I, like to, <laughs> I like to make gifts. And so if you are handy, here's my last one for today is um, this wonderful. Um, oh, cool. Uh, all made out of corks. Very cool. Wow. Very yeah, cool. And, Beautiful. And so you can make a very simple design with just laying out the corks um, very simply. Um, but you can buy mm. these frames, which is a, um, you know, at the secondhand store even. And mm -hmm. then use that to put your, with a glue gun and with your corks that you've saved, just oh, make fun. a wonderful make a tray like this or trivets or um and it oh, makes a nice hostess gift it's nice to even hang if you have a nice wine bar area you know Correct. that kind of thing too it's um yeah that yeah i oh. like it good ideas or, peggy or Those you can good. come to our cork crafting so we do cork crafting classes in cool. november and december because we we collect corks all year round, so we have to get rid of all those corks. So we host cork crafting classes. So oh, that's probably, cool. awesome. Yeah, you can awesome. probably find them near you uh, also. That's a, that's we could send them to Australia and they can use it for those hats, you know. Yeah, corks yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can do so many different kinds of things. And, and Pinterest is the place to get ideas uh, on what to do with your corks. Yeah, you know, it, we used to. Um, back in the day, we had our Champagne Sunday show, and um, this is when we weren't traveling full time. We would take our bottles and make little borders for our garden every time we'd finish uh -huh. the show because we uh -huh. did have champagne on the show. Kind of our family tradition every Sunday, raise a glass. Doesn't always have to be bubbles, but right. you know, it happens. And we toast to what is positive because, you know, right. and I think it's it's a good tradition to have, not it just is. on New Year's, because you've got to keep positive. 
no matter yeah. what is going on. Right. And um, so after every show, we'd go out and bury the bottle. And so we ended up with all these borders. And then we went to a national park in Louisiana. And lo and behold, this bicentennial farm. They have the same borders. The same borders all around their daylily gardens. And it looks cool. I love it. I, so I it's, love it. You know, they make great borders. A, you just sink mm -hmm. the bottle and you just leave this little corner out. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And then, and when the sun comes out and shines through the different colors, of, oh, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Okay, I so I, I have a gift. Can I share a gift? Yeah. Okay, so now everybody will know what I get up to. Now, this uh -oh. has now become a camera bag, but it is multi, it is dual. It's, <laughs> this is, I didn't know I was going to show and tell. I don't know if it's going to come out. Ah, this is my handbag slashed. Um, this is a portavino. Wow. And so the back pocket is um shiny, insulated. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, everyone, if you just go to it's porto-vino.com. Uh-huh. And so can you see this little flap at the back? Yeah. No. Little, okay. Not really. All right. No, well, if you? everyone goes to the website, it's you can get backpacks, set the messenger bags, satchels tote bags for the beach right so they look like normal bags handbags handbags and so they have an insulated pocket at the back or wherever it needs to be and um you take your two two of your two bottles of wine it'll fit ah. and you have you've filled a little baggie like what you know what's inside you decant wine. them into the bag you put it in the bag <laughs> and it really does keep the wine fresh you do three little clicks and um, you can keep it in there for 30 days we do not have that problem but yeah, anyway, you put I'm... it in in the bag in the insulated part, and you can get little bag, uh, little ice things to go in there. Uh huh. Uh huh. And um, you you put it in there, and when you want wine, the little spigot comes out of a little flap that is hidden, and no one knows. And you could go anywhere in the world and have wine. I love that. And that's you know, how we travel. We do it all the time. <laughs> I love that, and you could take it into the movie theaters when everybody's yes. drinking drinking yes. their it, diet cokes you're you can have your glass of wine yeah just for exactly. that okay so the 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 creators are actually from arizona marisa uh -huh. and her husband gunnar but they have since uh, sold the company but they've been on our show over the years mm -hmm. and um we first found out about it we reviewed a tote bag and i'm like oh this is really cool and then they made a uh the backpack and I'm like these two have to come on our show like now like this is the coolest thing ever because I would carry two bottles of wine or champagne on in a backpack and anybody knows and oh, has yeah. gone hiking with us know this is what we do because mm -hmm. the birds come and we believe that being out in nature and enjoying wine is and probably the, the, one of the most important qualities that you can have yeah. in life yeah and uh, but two bottles on a backpack is kind of a drag and then you have the empty bottles and it's not good and so when he developed this backpack and I'm just like, so you know, cool. bow down. So, so. And so it is awesome. But she, she does, she would test them out by going to the movie theater. And then mm -hmm. she realized, okay, well, my friend wants red <laughs> wine and I want white wine. So now she created one where there's a double spigot. So here's your red and here's your white. So you could go in and have, you know. So we've tried it on champagne. You can put champagne or beer or anything bubbly, but only for an hour an before hour. things could happen. But right. is that is that I'm telling you, I've done demonstrations in hotel <laughs> breakfast rooms. I mean, I've demonstrated this bag across the country. I should own the company just for that. You should. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that idea. No, that's awesome. I, you know, the key about gift giving is be creative. 
and mm -hmm. and look for the unique gifts and um but yeah wine lovers you know, you can always buy them a bottle of wine but try to find something that they're interested in associated mm -hmm. with wine and mm -hmm. find that perfect gift yeah. awesome awesome so everybody the 12 days of christmas do you think everybody should have one gift a day a wine there gift. you go yep uh-huh i think so i love it i love it well thank you a so much Peggy. Yeah. About, oh, here's Nancy. See, um, we always like to close with music for Peggy. And uh, today we're going to play a song by Nikki Chris. Nikki Chris rocks. She's been on our show for a gazillion years, um, but we're all younger, just so you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Go to her website. It's Nikki Chris, and that's K-R-I-S. In fact, she's been on a lot of Christmas shows, too. And we're going to play her song, The Best Part of Christmas is You. And and if you're going to play that and, and really connect with your loved one, you should do it with wine. So Absolutely. So Peggy is here every first Wednesday. Please go to ldvwinery.com and also keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. We'll see you in the new year, Peggy. Woohoo! Sounds great. Happy holidays to everyone. Happy Absolutely. holidays to you cool. and happy holidays <laughs> to everyone too. the ones that we know